Hello and welcome to the Lifehouse Church Beloved Podcast. My name is Lena Hobson and I'm here tonight with a few of our Lifehouse ladies. Just something different. So I'm here with, with Carolyn and Debbie and Crystal and Sam and Sandy. We're going to be doing something a bit different um, with our podcast recording tonight. We've invited some a few more of our girls to join us because we're going to be having some the more of our Lifehouse girls, some new voices come along to our beloved podcast. So we're mixing it up tonight and we've got a bunch of us together. And what we're doing tonight is we have each picked a or a couple of our, our favorite, most meaningful scripture verses to us at this time. And we're all going to be sharing um, why we picked them, what it is that it means to us. And we're each going to be discussing each other's scripture verses. So first up, we'll just we'll just dive straight in into Debbie um, talking about Philippians. Yeah, so my verse verses I should say is Philippians four six and seven. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So this is a verse, or sorry, when I say verse, I'm, I'll probably keep saying verse, but I mean verses. This is a passage, I should say, that uh, for, I honestly couldn't tell you how long that this is a verse that I've held on to, but growing up, um, I fear and worry were just something that I constantly had. And I mean, I know everybody goes through that. But I was particularly, I would, I was very scared. I was a bit of a scaredy cat kid. I, to be honest, I probably still am as an adult. Like, to the point of, you know, I couldn't watch the TV show Lassie, which is a very tame for anyone in other countries. It's a very tame, um, was a show about a boy and his dog, basically. And they went on adventures. And I used to get worried that the dog would get in trouble or, you know, do something wrong and you know I would always be worried about get, doing something wrong and getting in trouble or somebody else getting in trouble and that was just how I was as a little girl and then as it progressed I would have bigger fears and I'd have I'd get worried so if I'd see a movie that um, was a bit scary I would have nightmares afterwards and I came down to the fact that I probably just had a very overactive imagination and I would always think of the worst case scenario in things but uh, probably think it was probably back when I was about 20, 21, I came across these verses and I remember thinking, oh, I need to memorize these verses. And so for a whole year, I actually, it was the year I turned 21, that for a whole year, I memorized these scriptures and I still look at them now, but you know, I remember sewing them into myself and, and just saying them over and over. And whenever I'd get worried, I'd be saying, be anxious for nothing. And then I'd be like, okay, now I've got to give thanks, you know, and so I trained myself to do that. And, you know, you think once you learn that lesson that it would be stuck there, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> it's kind of the lesson that I've needed to relearn over and over because I guess, you know, different situations arise. I then, you know, got married and moved away from my family. So different things happened there and then children and all the rest. But, um so I, the first part of this verse, um, so 
it's basically it's a, it, the whole thing is a direct command from the Bible to not be anxious about anything. And like I said, we all go through uncertain times and and find ourselves in uncertain situations where we can worry or be fearful or get anxious. Um, and that's all part of anxiety. And I love the um, the part that says, um, you know, it says, do not be anxious about anything. And so, you know, you find yourself being anxious about something and then you remember this verse, do not be anxious about anything. But how often do we want to go, but this is da-da-da-da, you know, like, and we have an excuse to be anxious or to be worried. And I love that it puts the but in for you. (laughs) But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So, you know, it's like, but, before before you even say but, like God knew we were going to say, but God, this is the situation. But in every situation, Debbie, that's what he says to me over and over. So I love that. But in every situation, not leaving any situation out. Um. And so we should use prayer and petition along with thanksgiving to present our request to God. So whatever we need, whatever the hurt, whatever the worry, whatever the fear, whatever it is, you know, we have to give that to God. Um, and then it, then it goes on to say the peace of God, which we can never understand, will come and guard our heart and mind through Jesus. And I know... That is 100% true. And how do I know that? Because I have I have experienced that time and time and time and time again. And I can't, I can't even put into words the feeling of experiencing God, the peace of God. I can't, I can't put that into words. Unless you have felt that, unless you have experienced that, you can't put that into words because... It does. It literally transcends anything that we can understand. Um, and even as I sat to prepare what I was going to say tonight, I had a situation that came up that, so, you know, I sat down, I started typing all this out and and um, I can't even remember what the situation arose, but I had to find my son's birth certificate, my youngest son. Had his birth certificate, like you know, just turned six, so I've only had it six years. So you know, you, you keep all your birth certificates in the one spot, don't you? Well, so you thought, <laughs> so I thought, yeah, <laughs> they're in the filing cabinet. No worries, go to the filing cabinet. Hmm, my other son's birth certificate's in there, but his isn't for some reason. So I spent, I, I left the computer and I spent, I don't know how long, probably a good two hours and when I lose something I start to get very anxious and I am like a dog with a bone and I, until I find it I, I can't sort of leave it and then God was like um what were you just writing about and I'm like oh that's you right hate it when you talk to you like that <laughs> yeah. and he's like Debbie tap 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 on the shoulder right. remember be anxious for nothing because I get myself so worked up and I'm like where is it? it? Has to be in the house somewhere. You know, I know I wouldn't have thrown it out, or did I throw it? You know, you have all these thoughts <laughs> that go through your brain. And I remember I just sat on my bed and I was messaging Crystal at the time, and I I said to her, "Isn't it funny how God does this?" And you know, this is the situation. I can't find this birth certificate in my verses about you know being not being worried. 
and and she she was like okay well I'll pray you know and I said yep I've already given it to God like it was after I'd sat down on my bed and went okay I have no control over this situation I don't know where this is God you know where this is can you please lead me to it and so it took probably another hour past that that I went back and I st- I thought no I'm just going to finish this off I'll go back and I'll finish off what I was writing and um and then I thought okay well, I'll just go and have a look in this one other spot that I had looked in before but I'll go back and just quickly look in there and I pulled everything out and sure enough it's in the bottom of this box with all these old journals I don't even know how it got in there to be honest but it was there praise God <laughs> text crystal saying oh it's found so but it was just like Every little thing, like I have two boys that both get very anxious about things and I have to keep reminding them to not be anxious about anything. And then as a mum, you know, you tend to try and take on their worries and and then think, no, no, I can't take them on, but I feel for them, you know. And so trying to teach them um, that they need to take it to God. And the more we can let go of the small and insignificant things to God the Mm. easier the bigger things become to give over to him that's Mm. what I've found and my advice to anyone who struggles with worry or anxiety is to follow this verse (laughs) just as it says even for our kids so like I said you know my boys both struggle with it and I've been teaching them about this and my eldest you know, he the, from the moment he walks into the school gate of a morning, you can anyone who knows him can see on his face. He's, you know, okay. I've got to keep this together. I've got to go to school. I've got to do this. And at the minute he walks out that gate, it's like relief, you know, for him. Um, but I've been teaching him that you know God is with him no matter what he's doing, and he's he's starting to get that. And. Um, my youngest, who I said just turned six, he's even learning that God helps him when he's afraid because he gets quite worried about doing the wrong thing. Very similar to what I was as a kid. Don't want to get it wrong. Don't want to do anything out of, you know, line or anything like that. And he received a surprise award on parade a few mm. months back, and he, it was just it was a it was a one that they pull out. It was a you know nobody knows if they're going to get it. It's like luck sort of thing and he was his name was called out and I happened to be there at the time and I was thinking oh this is so exciting then my my heart just went oh, I hope he's all right getting up there on the stage because he's got to get up from his class and walk up in front of almost a thousand kids and onto the stage and shake the principal's hand and anyway and I talked to him that afternoon and I said oh you, you got this award you know how exciting and and I said, well, you, how did you feel getting up and going on to, on to parade in front of everyone? He said, oh, mum, I was so nervous. And he said, my heart was going bang, 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 bang. And he said, but then I just went, okay, stop it. Because I knew God was there. And he said, and do you know what, mum? He said, I got up there and he said, and God was with me, and mm. I know he is there. Mm. I said, and I asked him, you know, did you see him? He goes, no, but I know he oh, is there yeah. with me. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, if a six-year-old can get it, mm-hmm. we should be able to get that. You know? And even how he talked to himself, stop. I know. <laughs> he did. He did. He's like, stop that. 
So, and I have to try and bring him back, you know, to that as well. But I, I just figure, you know, if he can get it, yeah, we should be able to do that. But like I said, it's a lesson that we constantly. But that's what the Lord says as well, isn't it? That we should be like children. I mean, yes, he's far more trusting and that come with so many you know, all the darts and you know, like we do, mm. and the buts and ifs and yeah. Mm. And, and they tend to give us the ifs and buts and whys and all the rest, but then when it comes to things that you tell them, oh, well, that's what the Bible says. Well, my boys, well, anyway. Awesome. I tell them that's what yeah. the Bible says, and they're like, and that's oh, okay, that's what God said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if they don't understand it, then they go, well, we'll just ask God that one when we get to heaven, yeah. won't we, Mum? And it's just yes. that teaching, and that's what the world would say we're brainwashing, but it's not. It's just teaching them that they don't even question it. That's, mm. you know... Yeah. I think um, like you know what you were saying about how it's not something you learn a lesson and then stop and, and that's why you look at the whole verse everything is present tense you know mm. do not be anxious and present and I think as well it's really important to notice in that verse that there's a lot of action required on our part mm. so you could sit there and be anxious and you know God's not necessarily he's not going to just take it away you've got to do your part so do not first of all is an instruction and then instructing you that you have to be active you have to pray you have to petition you have to give thanks and I mean a big thing of that as well well we know that God wants us to ask but he does know but it's because if you are praying and all of those things are coming out of your mouth you can't be having all the anxious stuff at the same time that's you're not holding them both in your head you know that's so true um, yeah the more you and, speak it out yeah yeah and that peace um again even there as well the peace like you said, it is wonderful when you experience it. But even there, you've got to receive it. Mm -hmm. Because if you pray and petition and give thanks and then you just go straight back to then stressing and worrying about it again, you've actually got to allow that peace to flood you and actually um, receive it and just, you know, mm -hmm. stop trying to solve it with your own thoughts and your own ways. Um, I find, you know, I love that verse as well, and I, I used it a lot during the early hours of this morning because um, I had a situation I was I knew that I was going into, and what you said as well, Debbie, about memorising it, and that's why it's so important because I don't know about you girls, but for me, a lot of the anxieties and worries and all those thoughts usually come in the middle of the night or in the early hours, so not always when I'm ready to get up and switch on light and read my Bible. And so that's why I find having that stored in your heart, mm -hmm. then you can actually bring it out. So that's really crucial. Yeah. Um, my problem with, not it's not a problem with the scripture, it's a problem with me, is I've got the scripture and then I feel pumped thinking yes, and then I realise, hang on, it doesn't say though that it's going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> or that God's, you know... Um, what's going to work out the way that I want it to work out, you know, saying his peace will come, not, it's not his peace is coming because he solves it all and works it out. Yeah, it? yeah. And so it's that, like, it's not, and, and I know enough to know that, hey, it doesn't mean it's promising to work it all out yeah. according to my way, but it is the promise of if I hand it over, mm -hmm. he'll deal with it. And, and obviously God's ways are better anyway, so I need to just have that trust and confidence in that, It'll, he will work out his way um, and I have to know that that's going to be the best way and just be satisfied with that, that his promise for that. But again, mm. yeah, it's just like, oh no, hang on, but he's not promising it's going to be solved today or it's going to be solved, you know? I, 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 I've almost gotten to the point with it, like when you say, like how you're saying that, you know, when handing it over to God, I've almost gotten to the point where I sort of go, oh, 
It, well, it, it's like, oh, this is a really hard job. Like, I can't dig this hole myself. Ooh, yeah, I can't do yeah. this job with whatever task I'm doing. I can't do it. And so it's like if you were at a job and you're like, okay, well, I can't do this. I'll give this job to somebody else to do. And somebody comes along and you, you hand it over to them. Yeah. You're like, well, I don't have to worry about that anymore. And then I can move on. You know? <laughs> so, oh, that, well, I mean... Depends only on with God. how much I might you micromanage. Say, like, I might say, well, I hand it over, but oh, hang on, I'm going to come check. I'm going to come oh, take yeah. it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was reading this morning, um, Psalm 55, verse 22, and it says, Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Mm-hmm. And that idea of casting is like casting a net. It's not a little piddly throw it yeah. to God, so it's right there. It's a with force towards God, mm. you know, casting those cares. And I know that if, if I was to throw something far, far away from me, it would take a lot of effort to go and get it back yeah. and stick my hands on it. Yeah. And so, you know, when we're asked to cast our cares on God, we're, we're telling ourselves um, that we are giving that wholeheartedly over to God and we're not going to get our little hands back on it. Mm. We're going to leave it in his hands and, you know, trust that he will actually work things the way he wants to. And as you said, Carolyn, it might not always come out the way that you'd expect it. Yeah. You know, but that you know that it's going to be good and it'll be because better. he's in charge. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. the way that God planned it. It's, that was He wanted you to come to him and say, here it is. Yeah, and yeah. maybe that was the whole point of yeah, the exercise, exactly. is that you're yeah. handing it over. Yeah. Not so much that he's going to fix it or yeah. make it better yeah. or even take it away. It just yeah. might be that the process is... And it Here is, it it's is. for us because yeah. he knows and he, he does yeah. have our best interests at heart and we'll do it. And even that, you know, prayer, petition, thanksgiving, again, that is all designed as well to take your focus off yourself mm-hmm. and yeah. off down here and lift it up and, and that in itself as well. And like you say, he will sort in his way, mm-hmm. but that is all for us to get our focus in the right place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's much easier to believe God's about to do, like can do what you're about to ask him for. If you're thinking about these are all the ways God has been faithful to me yeah. in the past, and yeah. not that He's gonna, the answer comes as you're saying in the way you're thinking, but yeah. building your faith, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, God is faithful yeah. to me. Thank yeah. you for all these things that you have already done for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what it says. It'll guard your heart and your mind. You know, yes. it'll guard against those doubts. It'll guard against those attacks of the enemy that says God is not good or God isn't going to come through. You've got that peace, knowing yeah. that He is good. And it's often an ongoing, like Debbie said as well, you may pray it and it doesn't mean you're even going to at that moment feel less anxious or things. So it's just you just have to keep doing it, keep doing it, Mm. keep doing it until you... Well, even in the situation that I was saying, you know, trying to find find the birth certificate, you know, I I gave it over to God and I'm like, okay, I need to give this over to God. And it was so... It's really hard, like, because you go back and, like I thought, I'll start... I'll go back and I'll keep doing this and... And then I'm like, my mind kept drifting to go, oh, could it be in that spot, could it be in that spot? And yeah. a couple of times I'd get up and then I'm like, no, I've got to leave it with God. And just, you know, even though he took will, an hour, he right? will bring it. It took it's me like, all up. It was probably about three hours by the time I found it. Because you think so, the Holy Spirit, I've just asked you, like you could tell me instantly and it's yeah. an hour later, so you do want to start thinking. <laughs> yeah. Well, even, I, I mean, I, by the end of it, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to let it go. And, you know. And the, the spot that I looked last, I thought, look, if it's not here, God will work it out. I'll just wait until he tells me. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he'll tell me. But, but that piece that you're talking about as well that you can't explain, and, you know, that feeling I had, um, 
I've, I've had that a couple of times, but the two most tangible, like, was um, when I had a meeting probably two years ago now where I get, if I have to um, confront or in a situation like that that's pretty serious or, or mainly confronting someone, like, my voice sort of starts to feel wobbly and I'm feeling my heart's like, and I'm just like, and that's when, you know, I ask the Lord to just let me set my face like Flint and just really have that peace. And, and, and today the situation, I was feeling the same. And I was like, oh, I don't want to talk to this person. And my voice is all wobbly and breathless and whatever. Um, and, I, and I, you know, I prayed that again just before so that when I had to talk, I could just talk normally like this and yeah. just feel. And, you know, so he, he did come through with that as well. And it's just so, like you say, it's so awesome, you know, and you do what you have to do and... Yeah, good. Anyone else to comment on that? All right, Crystal, do you want to go into your Sure. Um, I think that Psalm 46.10 has almost become my catch cry of about the last year. Um, so be still is sometimes one of the hardest things yeah. I can do. Like mm -hmm. I will sit there, whether you're, you know, a mum or someone working outside of the home, or someone working inside the home, or wh whatever you're doing, just that time to just sit and be still is like, it's few and far between for me to try and find that time. <clears throat> when I um, sit down to be still, um, it's often marred by my should be doing list. Yeah, <laughs> um, you might have you might have one of your own, um, or uh, maybe you just it only pops up when you sit down to do yes. your, mm -hmm. you know, when you when you okay I've got some free time and you sit down and you go wait I need to do this 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 that and you're like wait a second I was just about to be still I had nothing happening what's yeah. going on, <laughs> um, but you know what I'm talking about when I say my should be doing list it. Start, they start demanding your attention. And it's mm -hmm. not just a small, you know, I'll just jot that down real quick. It's mm -hmm. like, no, it's on your the forefront of your mind. I must do this washing now. It needs to be done now. Or it always distracts me from that moment where I was like, okay, I can just sit and chill now. Yep. Um, and I end up with that, it's just a constant in my mind, and I need to take control of that. That's um, a big thing for me. I, you know, I've been doing this for like a year. I've been, I've had this on my mirror, and you know, I've been just going to the mirror. When I have those moments, I go to my mirror, and I look at it, and I go, okay, this is. I need to be still and know that He is God. Um, and. So you look in your mirror because you're talking to yourself? No, I've got it written on my mirror. <laughs> that too, but yes, I should. Um, in the verse previous to that, the be, the be still verse, he actually says he will make the wars cease. And um, slowly but surely he's shown me that he can help me still when I focus on the next part of Psalm 46.10, which is know that I am God. Mm. It's in the knowing of who he is that I have found that I can go to that be still moment. Mm. And um, can I just interject? Don't yep. lose your thought and I'll put your finger on it. But and exactly what you're saying, because the be still is actually 
talking about having a heart that's at rest mm. before God. Yeah. Mm. You know, I used to think it was just, oh, stop talking so much. Mm. And so I would try and stop talking so much and get into trouble for that, get into trouble talking too much, get into trouble not talking. Because um, David would say, what's wrong with you? Nothing. Like, yeah. And I didn't want to be bragging, saying I'm practicing being still before God. It's just, <laughs> no, something's wrong. You're not talking. What's going on? So like, but it's that. It's talking about that heart that is still before God. And just yeah. not fretting and worrying. Yeah, um, it's been a struggle in the day to day to grasp um, a true heartfelt knowing of God, um, and I know in my head that He will be exalted among the nations, and that's the next part of the verse: exalted among the nations and in the earth. And um, I know that He is the best one to spend my time with and on. In my head, I know these things. Yeah. And sometimes it's really hard to get the two to marry, you know, my heart and my head, to marry and to truly know who he is for me. Um, but in the midst of, you know, getting the five kids dinner or, you know, all of those things, I can choose to be still and know who he is and still have that attitude of of like what you said, that stillness, even amongst all the chaos that happens at home and, um, you know, husband coming home from work and kids just everywhere and I'm trying to get dinner done and I can choose to start getting anxious and getting annoyed at the noise and the what's going on or I can choose that be still mm. and to show what God would do for me in this situation if it was me making all the noise and me being the one that's like, God, are you listening? And God, I need your help. And, you know, he would never shun me like that. He would never turn away from me. He would invite me in. And, you know, and I need to, you know, when I'm with my kids, I need to embrace them and go, yes, it's busy and yes, it's loud, but I'm still listening to you and I'm still here. And we don't have to talk loud over everybody else we can just sit and have a moment just quietly to ourselves on the couch yep so why can't I do that with God mm. and um, so that's where I've been with this scripture and sometimes I'll drag my feet and I'll grumble <laughs> and I'll you know procrastinate by doing all the things that I should be doing and um, and then I find that I end up entering that uh, mindset of this sucks. I hate this. You know, why am I a parent again? And, you know, why am I doing everybody's stuff? And, and you start going down that path of wrong thinking and wrong beliefs. And um, it really brings the attitude of the house down to, you know, gutter level. And when hubby comes home and he's trying to pick it up again, he's, his job is not to pull us up off the floor and, and stuff. It's my job to make that a safe space for him to come home to. Um, I used to want me time, but now I've started changing that to be me and God time. Yeah, mm-hmm. Because without God, me time is meaningless. Yeah. I watch TV. I watch, I read a book. I, you know, and it, you end up sitting for an hour and you, don't know what you really did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and with God, if you're 
looking into his word or you're sitting with him and you're having that be still moment with him. So much else flows out from that yeah. to your family and, and especially to my kids. They know when I've been in the Bible and when I haven't. Yeah. And they can tell and I can tell through their behaviour yes. <laughs> if I've been in the Bible or <laughs> if I haven't. And um and what I've been doing with my time flows on to them and it also helps Barry to when he comes home from work to have more quality time with us as a family rather than having to decipher why I'm in a bad mood and yeah. then why the kids are in a bad mood and trying to and you know trying I'm trying not to be mouthing off at him and he's trying not to mouth off at me and we're like why is the house like this yeah, yeah. and it's all just because I chose to have some me time instead of you yeah, know God, yeah. God time you know I like what you said there Crystal you know when you said and I mean I think we've all experienced that that list come and, and I'm doing what I I think I should be doing and you look, it just made me think when you were saying that of Mary and Martha, where Jesus said, Mary has chosen what is better. So in fact, when you know our minds tell us that, oh no, you should be doing this and this and this. No, actually, this is the best possible thing that mm. I should and could mm. be doing. Mm. Mm. It's different if you don't ever get to do you know, what you have to do. But it really, and as you said, it's, uh, you know, be still and know that I'm God and that knowing is, is that intimate personal relationship because it means deep down you can trust and your heart can be still and at rest because you know him, you know his faithfulness and that he'll come through, which only comes with that intimacy, which again goes back to what you're saying, me and God, Tom is the only way that you build that. Yeah. And it, as you said as well, it doesn't matter what's going around, you can have a noisy house because the still is not that still, talking mm. about lack of noise, mm. it's just that heart at rest and peace even in all of that. Yeah. And then it goes on um, to my next verse, which is Philippians 4.8, um, which is the whatever scripture. Um, I'm sure you've heard it. Sorry. We'll, we'll do the next verse in the next podcast. Okay. Yeah. Pause. All right. Sorry. That's all right. She's enjoying <sighs> you so much. She's just sitting back there relaxing. That's 30 minutes already. <laughs> it's oh, it's wow. hard because it feels like such a different... Yeah. And what oh, I wanted yeah, to please. say pause. to you is... Um, pause, wait. Can I just do this? Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. We'll um, just wrap up there for this podcast. Um, we hope you enjoyed listening to us. And we really hope that just hearing our stories and how much we enjoy and get into the Word and encourage you to get into the Word for yourself and um, just find out how rich it is. Um, if you'd like to get in contact with us, you can pop onto our website, www.life-house.com. Dot net and we'll catch you with our next podcast. Thanks.